Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the podcast. We are supported by Proper Design Works for all your custom clothing and embroidery needs. Look no further than Proper Design Works. Uh, they got two great sides to their business. They've got the bulk side, the commercial side, which is uh, t-shirts, patches, hats, hoodies, toques, anything en masse you need for starting a new business to outfit your staff, your sports team or a hobby club or you know you, any sort of mass grouping where you all want to look the same and really cool and flashy. Um, 12 t-shirts, 50 hats, 100 patches. No order is too big for these guys. They can cover you uh, from head to toe, literally, with everything that they make. Um, and uh, you can see all this stuff at Proper Design Works on Instagram. And then the other side of the business is the custom clothing side. If you're looking for a new tailored pair of bespoke jeans or say um, like a new hoodie with some really weird flair, some crazy stitching or a zipper out of place. Uh, these are things that you can do with custom clothing. And then when you're done, it's made by you and people are going to be like, where'd you get that? And you'll be like, I made this or some variation of that. So if you need a lot of things or a few things, check out Proper Design Works on Instagram. That's Proper Design Works, spelled the normal way. And then when you're ready to place an order, it's info at properdesignworks.com. Second, we are supported by Bodegos Restaurant, 211 Bannatine in Winnipeg, Manitoba, in the Exchange District, the historical Exchange District, one of my favorite places in the city. Uh, they're, they're, they're a restaurant, but they're a really cool concept. If you've never been... Um, they're, I refer to them as a global food eatery. That's my opinion. And what that means is their menu is from different parts of the world. They've got stir fries and pitas and soups and salads from different pockets of the world and fish and chips and, and all these really great healthy versions of, of cultural foods. They're, they're fucking delicious. I personally prefer the Kung Pao chicken stir fry. I eat half of it every time I make my way home. You've heard me say this before and it's not going to change because it's fact. It happened last week. So if you're heading downtown and you want a new place to go check out for a new bite and a new experience in a new area, head to Bodegos 211 Banatine, www.bodegos.com uh, Manitoba raised, Manitoba sourced uh, like I said, super healthy, right? This isn't your packaged, run-of-the-mill, get-him-out-the-door kind of restaurant. This is this is a fun establishment with, like, an open kitchen so you get to see all the action going on. Uh, again, that's 211 Bannatine. Next time you're downtown in Winnipeg looking for something to do, Bodegos Restaurant. Uh, we are on the Manitoba Podcast Festival, September 26th, September 27th. We're doing the Podcasting 101 panel. All this information can be sought on Facebook. Search Manitoba Podcast Fest and follow them on Instagram for updates on who's talking, what we're talking about. Uh, and you can get introduced to like the Manitoba podcast scene because we're super tight and this is going to be a lot of fun. September 26th, September 27th, all virtual, all online. So you can do it from the comfort of your own home without having to put pants on. And that's awesome. Less pants, more fun. This week on the show, uh, we did a show back in February all about relationships and looking at movies and talking about love. And we forgot one key factor, talking to the opposite sex to get their opinion. And that was an oversight on my part because I'm super excited to do the podcast. But I was like, wait a minute, there's 50% of this conversation not being had. So Chrissy Latimer, Mark's girlfriend and her friend Jackie Armstrong, came on the show and we got to talk to them and get a sample size of what leading men should have in them, like for, for qualities these days and some overblown tropes about love and relationships. Super fun. Super interesting, super insightful. Uh, I, for one, loved it because I was like, oh, yeah, that's more important than, you know, roses and a Lamborghini or whatever rich people can afford in movies. So that's what's on the show this week. Uh, I 
we've got nothing else for you. Talk to you the real. And you enjoy the show. if I hadn't pressed yeah. record, yeah. you know? Okay. So uh, bring that, just bring it up a little bit more. Honestly, Jackie, when I talk in it, my nose is actually pressed well, against I feel like phone. it was offensive to my face, and I was like, this is too much, so I brought it down. This is perfect where it is right yeah, now. Yeah, there you That's go. Good. Okay. I'm, uh, it's like... I like the tactile feel of the foam on my face like as little, I'm talking. I do like it's, almost like like it's almost like a dick insider, but it's... <laughs> 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 you know what I'm saying? Just once outsider. It, once it hits your lips. <laughs> <laughs> so good. It tastes yes. so good. I just, I just know that joke's going to make a comeback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, wine is behind you. Okay. So feel free to get up and go grab wine. There's there's nothing you can do. Um, you can you can go pee. You yeah, can, I will you can for get sure wine. have to pee at you least You can once. move. We'd you prefer you do it in the washroom down okay. the hall. That's, right. that's the don't. only, yeah. Okay. Rule number one, don't pee outside of the <laughs> washroom. Don't in the chair. Yeah, okay. that's not pretending to podcasting in any way. <laughs> that's just, that's just general a general life society. rule. Society, <laughs> yeah. don't pee in the chair. Okay, I got you. All right, yeah, cool. I got that. Is that, that. Biz, busy? Busy? Busy Phillips, yeah. Busy Phillips. Totally, busy yeah. Busy Phillips. Yes. yes, while we're recording, guys, uh, for some inspiration to today's episode, let's, let's, let's just get into it. Let's, let's transition. Right. Let's just jump into it. Yeah. All right. I got my... I don't even have a t-shirt on, so <laughs> it's going to work perfectly. <laughs> uh, so uh, today's episode uh, is a throwback to the one that we did around Valentine's Day, where four guys sat around trying to give their perception of what movies talk about with love and dating mm-hmm. and sex and, and relationships and all that stuff. And I was like, we are missing an incredibly crucial part of that conversation. <laughs> we are. And uh, hang on. I, I think my mic is fucked up right now. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Okay. Um, which was the female half the, of that conversation. Perspective, yes. <laughs> yeah. And it, it, you know, it took us six months to get here. I mean, mm. COVID aside, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> we just got in our way. So I was like about fucking time. We get more female perspective on movies because movies affect everybody. So, um, Christy Latimer. Hello. M- hello. Um, and you brought, I brought Jackie Armstrong. Hello. Hi, Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're fine. You 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 can do this. I can right, I can I already see that like no, half nervous yeah. look on your face. You're you're fine. <laughs> so as long as you're fine with everything being recorded for infamy, because real debaters will be long hereafter. We're all dead. Mm, <laughs> nice. mm-hmm. I just won't have it in my will to take <laughs> it offline before I die. Perfect. So anyway, so like I said, this conversation is affectionately titled "What Women Don't Want," inspired by the Mel Gibson classic "What Women Want" about a guy who all of a sudden gets hit by not hit by lightning. Shocked by a toaster. Shocked by a toaster. I thought yeah. it was the hair dryer. Was it the hair? Dry- yeah. Why is there a toaster in a bathroom? <laughs> he's like trying yes. out a new hair dryer, right. and the electricity goes while he's, and then he bangs his head on the tub or something. Yeah. Right? He, he reverses it with the toaster, I think, or I don't yeah. know, whatever. But anyways. Either way, <laughs> electrocuted into thinking, I know what women want, and then all of a sudden he can decipher the female brain, yeah. and and I, I mean, that's from the '90s, so we definitely sure. know that you can't hold that to today's standards. Um, but let's talk about how women receive fucking films <laughs> and the bullshit <laughs> that is derived from some of these scenarios. So uh, I figure the best way to do this is just kind of get a perspective of like what wh- what you kind of want in a man 
Chrissy? Where, where, like, what would you want to see? Let, let's start easy. Okay. What, what qualities would like two that you would want to sure. see on the screen that reflect an actual real man and male qualities that are admirable? Right. I think it starts out with someone who's not into crazy. I think that the thing that I see the most in movies that makes me the most angry as a woman is men who just accept this absolutely crazy broad. She just says crazy shit. She's <laughs> fucking nuts at all so times. Ten things I hate about. No, sorry. How to lose a man in how ten. To, how to lose a guy in ten days. There it is. Right on there. But there's also a ton of other ones where like right from the get go, she's just bananas. And he's like, oh, this is some mountain I have to climb to keep this crazy girl. Where in the real world, if you met someone and they were buck nut crazy from day one, you'd be like, peace out. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yes and no. But no, if they developed crazy over time, you'd be no. Yeah, that? but some people are just looking for that. They're they're opposite crazy in someone else. There's very few times that that girl's Africa hot and crazy. Vince Vaughn, <laughs> Vince Vaughn in Wedding Crashers meets Elsa Fisher. Uh, yes, but right, Isla Isla Fisher, Isla, yeah, Isla Sorna or like Isla Isla. We're talking Morales. Jurassic Park. Are we talking? <laughs> Let's be honest. Wow. But but she's like, yeah, I'll find you, right? She but they love each other's crazy. But isn't they are they both crazy though? And that's yeah, what well, exactly. Like, that's the thing. And, but, and her, her, but her crazy her version, is heightened, right? But her version of crazy is like jerking him off at the table in front of his buddies, not buying him no, a plant and so losing. But it's still a crazy. <laughs> no, I'm down for her crazy. Hundred percent. I like. I'm like, yeah, it's my girl. So what you're saying is the wrong type of crazy. Mm-mm. Crazy, crazy. Everybody's being like, got their own. Being crazy. a freak is different than being a psychopath who screams and yells at a man at all times. Do you mean like the bad mental health that seems... I I had a conversation... Well, somebody told me something the other night about how online dating right now is just a bunch of people who get together and then it's 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 a waiting game to see who dumps their bad mental health on the other person on the first <laughs> oh date for like it's you're like you could set it to your watch right so you're talking about that kind of crazy yeah i'm talking about the guy who likes diapers like, like fourth date he's telling <laughs> no. all his buddies how nuts she is and he can't stand her and blah 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 and then they make some ridiculous bet i bet you can't last this long i bet you can't make her normal like no one does that i can tell you guys from being around guys who do date girls that are crazy that you guys are like oh my god i wish that dude would just get his shit together i still have ptsd from the crazy i've experienced like i see it <laughs> i'm like i can i can see it a thousand i'm a sniper for crazy now i can see it a thousand <laughs> yeah, but yards don't you out. think as you get older like again like those those movies are from younger but as we're now all of our all of us in our 40s you point it out a lot faster like eh crazy true oh, sure but that's time for bullshit i think what you're saying chrissy is the patience of a man in real life is nowhere near the patience of a man on screen where Agreed. the guys like yes. and 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 as we always have to say we know it's condensed in a two hour hour and a half format sure. so you've kind of you have to have conflict right it we're, we're combating the ideas of real life against yeah. conflict which is what makes a story good yeah um but in that regard yeah no like none of us would put up with you know, right off the bat, I th- it's there's a you title know? for this in, in, in the movie industry. I'm, I'm glad I, I'm glad I was like, oh, should I pull these? Yeah, I'm going to pull <laughs> these. That's the romantic stalker. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not fun. It's not cool. Like, there's no dissuading true love. Not from this guy. No matter how many times she tells him over, she's not interested or she's actually involved with someone else. He knows that no just means try harder. Now, I'm just that that topic can be for women and men mm-hmm. in this. Oh, regard, totally. Yes. Right. So that's like the, the, all the shit that uh, Goldie Hawn's daughter, Kate Hudson, does in 10 Things I Hate About You oh, yeah. in real life 
If you moved in your shit to my bathroom the second day. No. Catch you later. Yeah. No. Peace. Yeah. So, okay. And so like, you, and the thing is that. Why does he put up with the, shit? Because it was a bet. Because it was a bet. It was a bet to see There's who could get a diamond ad in a, in a <gasps> magazine. The, oh, the bet right. was to see who would break up with who first, right? That's fine. But in these movies, these girls aren't even putting out. I hate to, like, I'm not trying to set women back 50 years, but if someone is, like, rocking. I thought we were going to have a female perspective. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she's got a dick inside her, clearly. (laughs) If someone's rocking your world every 20 minutes, then you put up with more bullshit, right? Yeah. But these women are also like, oh, I'm going to wear, like, flannel pajamas to bed and do all of these other things and make you crazy, and you're going to put up with it because it's a movie and you kind of want this guy to be a hero. So for me, it's like, there's two things. I want a rational man. Okay, that's and, okay. Like, I just want someone who, like, you could even fathom it. And the other thing for me is that I want a man who has a backbone. So, uh, so much of, like, for me, rom-coms or, or women for <laughs> movies for women are, like, he's either just emotes 24-7 or he's just so, like, he's like a child man or whatever it is. Like, he never is a strong leading man who makes strong deci- decisions. I agree. Mark, what do you think? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was deep. That's, that's deep. That's <laughs> if Chrissy thinks it's right, then it's right. <laughs> Backbone. <laughs> right there. <laughs> I think, I think, the, I think the, <laughs> that's a backbone. Zing. I can't wait to get the soundboard going because for fucking moments like that. Boop. Um, yeah, no, I, yeah. Like a back, uh, a backbone where a wishbone is. Right. Something that doesn't easily snap That's right. because, yeah, guys do. They, they make them like as much as they make women crazy. They make dudes care for pussy pretty quick. Right. Or just be man child all the time. You know, like he just was nothing until she met him. You know, like failure to launch. I was just going like, to say failure to launch. Just like a total Do you guys loser. live together? <laughs> <laughs> but just a total loser who came along and then this overbearing woman made him into something. And I just don't think that happens. But the buffoon is likable. That's the problem. I see what you're saying. Like the buffoon mm. character. The buffoon is the is the new dog from a Shakespeare Shakespeare play. And the only reason I know about the dog is because I saw Shakespeare in love. It's not like I'm some big thespian over here. Uh, and the queen wants a dog in all of the plays. And they always say a dog brings comedy to a situation. So when you insert a buffoon, an idiot, a guy who's right. you know, useless and has no backbone and then all of a sudden becomes better because of said woman. I'm not arguing it, yeah. but I'm, it's, no, I hear it's, what you're it's saying. just the other side of it. Jackie, first time talker, hopefully long time fan. What do you think two qualities should be on a man on screen? Just did my Howard Stern there. I don't know. Um, like, without trying to mirror Chrissy, like, I think that... Um, it's fine, because if you do, that just solidifies no, it is this like, bullshit even more. Right. Like, that all men I think need you should oppose her opinion. <laughs> okay, yeah. Fight. That, that all men need the drama. Like, not all guys need the drama. Like, they don't need some... Not even just crazy, just the... the, the oh, I'm not really too sure. Like, just... And I get that a movie is a storytelling and it's better with drama. But you know what? Hey, you know what? Not all we don't want drama. Women don't want all the drama. We just want something simple. We just want something that each other likes and uh, someone who's stable, stable and and smart. Like, yes, I'm sorry. Like to me, like the smarts are where it's at. Like I can't I can't deal with them with the 
with the stupidness I'm trying to say this oh, nicely, no. but no, you you can. You don't you have can, to speak candidly. Yeah, you know? like yeah. just no, be smart. Like know what's going on in the world. Like don't be a fucking idiot. Like just know things. Like, know it. what you want, and don't just cater to the girl because she's pretty or she gives you bomb sex or whatever. Like just know what you want, and I think that that might, you know, that that's where movies get it so wrong. Like, confidence and surety. I agree. Yes, yeah. I would think so. Yeah, like just 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 know what you want. Not everything has to be drama. Like, what I'm what I'm hearing here, Mike, is that what women, oh tell me, doctor, what women really want wouldn't make for a very good movie. No, no you're it would. Right. No, it it <laughs> totally nobody would wouldn't. go see it. <laughs> and, and you like, know what? This is the worst movie ever. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna gush sycophantically about. Uh, I interviewed a director from Winnipeg, Sean Garrity, two weeks ago, and I went and saw his movie. I propose we never see each other again after tonight, and. I've realized that you will never get a movie about these topics in its entirety, right? It'd be mm-hmm. boring. We wouldn't want to see it. We'd all be complaining, yet we're bitching about this is what we want to see on screen. And then when they give it to us, we go, fuck you. That's boring, yeah. right? And now it's a $100 million mistake. But, And I always equate this to Avengers Endgame. It is the perfect movie in regards to they gave you everything you wanted as an Avengers fan. They closed all loops. They may have left time travel out there to be argued for eternity, but at least you got a little bit of everything. You didn't get a lot, but you got a little bit. So doses of it are refreshing. Even if it's 30 seconds in a scene, we know you're on a time crunch. But if you showed a moment where a yeah, man was totally. more confident or he turned down some crazy. Yes. And yeah, just be like, this broad on. is too fucking crazy. <laughs> like, no, I'm yeah. good. One I'm line out. of dialogue fixes it all. Yes. Right. But they yeah. don't want to go down that road because it's dollars and cents to totally, a studio. Yeah. But as fans, it's fuck. Give like stop. Yeah. Stop remaking Top Gun and give me a fucking accurate yes. representation of life. Yeah. Right. What women want. Endgame. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it would. It Three would, hours of closing loose ties and stories. <laughs> Three hours of stable, confident men. Yeah, well, it's really, yeah, not, not, not even Ant-Man's a fucking, it's Paul Rudd and he's still confident as shit, right? Totally. Well, um, you look at, what's that, uh, the 40-year-old virgin when good old, what's his name, is it? Steve Carroll. No. Carell. I always no, do that. No, um, the ugly guy, the funny one, the stoner. Seth Rogen. Thank you. He's Fuck like, the plant. He's I, like, I don't feel that Seth Rogen is ugly. Okay, he's not ugly, whatever. <laughs> but he's like, I am ugly as shit, but I get with women because he has confidence. confidence. Ah, like, yes. that is, like, my, I have a friend whose name Fuck will go unnoticed. Yeah. Fuck you into goat ass. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> he's not very attractive, but he's funny as fuck, and he gets hot chicks all yes. the time. I've known him for twenty years. His girlfriends are babes. I'm gonna tell him to listen to this because he's fucking funny. Are it, even the annoying ones that work at liquor marts. <laughs> oh, did you have an? Did you have she's a, not super pretty. Oh, sorry, I don't want to out anybody on here. <laughs> she's probably crazy, and that's why he liked it. I, she I, probably I, listens to this too, so you're screwed. We only have like eight fans, so I'm <laughs> unless she lives in Utah. <laughs> Quit insulting my fucking family while I'm over there, buddy. Eight fans. To all the fans out there, we. I know mean, you're we have way more eight. listeners, but only eight fans. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's very true. <laughs> the fan pool, the, the t-shirt wearing people are small, but the listener base is big. Well, there's about eight of us on the shows. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> that makes sense. Okay. All right. Um, Mark. Let's talk about like as I mean this. I wanted to get a woman's perspective because I wanted to do a fifty-fifty here and see if we yeah. meet in the yeah. middle. So, like, are there any things you see about guys on screen that you're like, man, that's like, just get a little dial it into more reality. You know what the pro- 
I don't know. Because I don't feel we're represented on screen. No, we're, we're bigger guys, you know nicer the, guys. Well, the problem is, is we're like, represented by the goofy, ugly friend Seth Rogen. Like we're speak for your fucking self. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing that you and Seth Rogen have in common whatsoever. Zero things. <laughs> No. He's funny I as can't fuck, write. though. He's I can't, so funny. I can't do stand-up. I can't get into a Judd Apatow film. I can't. Let's focus on the things you do have. Is he Pineapple with. Express? He's Pineapple yeah. Express, yeah. yeah. It's you right there. That's really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you saying Mike gets high a lot? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> what do I you mean, consider a lot? I feel like you could be an awesome drug dealer, though. I you know, like so lighthearted <laughs> and fun. And I'd be like, yeah, no, I I feel I would give a lot of great customer service. Yeah, like as a drug dealer, go, like have you guys seen like the tangent here? Have you seen High Maintenance? I know I'm talking about TV. I know, I know, but have you seen High Maintenance on HBO? I no. So it's like the lighthearted drug dealer who runs, and it's it's from a drug dealer's perspective. Okay. About oh, all the weird customers. He I has. was gonna give you uh, um, character from Weird the Millers. Where he's got all of the like the little separate little glass containers. That's what this guy has. Different weed and yeah, yeah, like yeah. like connoisseur. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, he's O-tour. like a he's like a sommelier for yes, weed. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'm sure those. I, I want that job. I would. I, I want would, you to have that. Job. A weed that, sommelier. You know. Yeah. No, it's got to be out there. Okay, so so I. You know what? I just don't think that we're represented uh, effectively in movies in the sense that there's always some dashingly handsome. Um, romantic lead man that in reality could probably get away with a whole bunch of shit that he doesn't get away with in the <laughs> movies. Yes. And and vice versa. There's j- stunningly gorgeous women in movies that that somehow aren't getting their way, which in reality, it, w- it wouldn't, wouldn't play out that way. Okay. Because really when it boils down to it. So you want a life per- you want a life representation of what's going on on the streets. We rarely mm-hmm. see relationship movies about relationships that are in the third year of a relationship. Yeah. Right? It's, we it's, see the meeting movies. Ah. Right? Okay. So at the beginning, um, there's certain things that take priority over other things, such as attraction. Yeah, uh, lust. Sex. Sex, yeah. Uh, partying, having fun, representing yourself as this person who you might not be because you're trying to sell a bill of goods. Most of the time you sell it wrong. You yeah. call that the interview phase. Yeah. When's, yeah. The, last yeah. Time, yeah. when's interview? the last time we got into a, a romantic comedy about we, we now uh, going to peer in into Mark and Chrissy in their fourth year of their relationship. <laughs> They're living together and both headed to work this morning. <laughs> The, they, the dishes are full in the sink. And we're just wondering who's going to put them away when they get home. I don't know. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Yeah, Stay tuned on. to see if they peck each other on the way out the door. Hang on. I'm doing, I'm doing the, I'm, I'm getting a picture in my mind's eye here. What I'm seeing is real life representation. And I, I, I will attest to this. I wish Sean was here for this. Who's not. When will they get put away? But watching the square off between yes. who's going to go there first and put them away, totally. right? Watching the the silent cues, the acting of walking past, the, like all of you, both it's like both of you know. So one of you put it in and one of you turned it off, but neither of you are going to empty it. That would be a real life yes. four year, right? Only because you've got something on your mind and you've got something on your yes. mind and it's not the dishwasher where at the beginning phase, you want to show off that you're mindful of the dishwasher. Yes. Totally. That would be something that I'd be like, that's fucking real life, bro. Totally. And once in a while. But that's not great on screen. In those rom-coms, they interject like the friend of the the main male lead is 
has the relationship with the wife and they just had a baby and yeah. they're you know they're, they're going through the real life part yeah um, what's the ashton, ashton kutcher oh. um this is 40 is a great one though yeah there's a lot of good in that movie i've seen it but i don't remember i was thinking there's the oh he's hilarious too plays ashton kutcher's buddy where they get married on in like vegas or what something happens in vegas? what happens in, in vegas? vegas yeah right the guy who plays his buddy in that who's like his lawyer slash friend the buddy the buddy comedy always like so you're talking i guess and i think he's okay. going through like the relationship at home kind of thing or um you look at um it was just on tv where they they're both peeing in the fountain and they switch places it's uh Die Hard. ryan reynolds and switch. Oh, bateman switch. bateman switch yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> something yeah. like that right yeah. so they they one goes from the the meeting pool to the other one's the relationship where and rob that was Cor- an interesting it, it, rob cordry rob cordry yes he's hilarious Do you have a yeah. picture um, I'm a face person. He uh, he um, he did a lot of classic Shakespearean work. I hear Rob Corddry, very funny. Okay, yeah, um, totally. Got his start on The Daily Show. Yes, Hot yes, Tub Time Machine. You know, there's some things though, like Google. What, he changes Google to Google <laughs> and Hot Tub Time Machine. What you're, what Mark's talking about about real life and it not being good in movies. If I think about like the realest things that I can remember from a rom com or any of those movies. The breakup was bananas, right? It was stupid. But I want you to want to do the dishes might be the line that I will always, always think of in my real life. Like, you guys were talking about the dishes, right? Everyone's walking past them. Everyone's pretending like they That's don't want to do That's more value to you than... than I, like, I want you to want to do that for me. And when I heard that line in that movie, I was like, I understand how guys don't get this because no one wants to do the fucking dishes, no. right? Like, it's not fun. But... I'll always remember she wanted the 12 lemons and he didn't bring her the fucking lemons. And then he, and then he was like, what do you mean you want me to want to do this? She's like, just bring me the fucking right amount of lemons. And then, you know, I made this big party and did everything for everyone. Do the damn dishes. Want to do them for me. So that might like, I know we're talking about like where we got it wrong and stuff. But for me, that's one of those things that's like that 100% resonates with me, makes sense to me. And when I talk to women about it, they're like, yeah, man. No, I totally agree. Like, I, no one wants to do the fucking dishes. Who wants to do I don't want to do them. No. But I also don't want them sitting there when I get up in the morning and have a great big sink of dishes. So right. do I want them to be done? Yes. It's just, just fucking help me. That's all. <laughs> yes. It's one of those tropes in life, literally, that like somehow by default with the 50s, 60s, homemaker housewife-esque thing it's like part of this thing totally and it's it's like garbage dishes kitchen all those things just you know so i can totally understand when like i empty the garbage that shauna does every day it's one thing she doesn't have to think about which is way more romantic than the dumb trope that you do in a movie like like comparison to say adam sandler building a waffle house to get drew barrymore's attention right yeah it's like those are cute things but those are doghouse things, totally. right? More than like everyday things. Every day, which yeah. again, like, just take out the garbage bins. Like it was garbage <laughs> day yesterday. Corey's like, oh, I forgot. And I'm like, yeah, I did. Okay, that's all good. I did it. Yeah, anyways, whatever. <laughs> it's getting real in here. <laughs> I w- it's getting real. It's, it's funny that you girls both say that you want confidence. I want, I want some accurate representation of insecurity. Um, I I want to know. I want to see scenes where someone's in their head and the guy's ripping himself apart. And I'm he's, down for that too. And, you know, like like there's always the confidence of guy meets girl. Guy knows when to call. Guy knows when to kiss. Like the the ninety ten rule from yeah. from Hitch, right? Yeah. You know yeah. all yeah. that all that shit. 
And I mean, you can go deep on the internet and you can get into some seriously dark chat rooms about like coming onto women and all these things, sure. which is like the dark side of it, which there's also been movies about. Um, um, like the pickup artist, type the pickup stuff. artist type stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, but what I'm saying is, is like every guy meets a girl and then he's like, should I call? Shouldn't I call? What should I like? There are some representations of it, but it's it's like, I don't know what tie to wear. I don't fucking like I've sure. never I don't wear a tie. So Kevin like, James it? character in Hitch is a great example. It is. Yeah. Of yeah. Somebody that I want to see more of. Yes. Than that's Ron what I'm talking. That's yes. exactly what I'm talking about, where he comes into himself. Yeah. With a dick insider. And <laughs> <laughs> sorry. He's supposed to come. Wrong time. Out. OK. Come, he, I'll call I mean, back. He's supposed to go out. Not in. I, <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't know how it works, though. That's that is the <laughs> online recorded version of where a joke doesn't work. Okay. Um but yeah, no, that that guy, that questioning self nature, wondering, am I doing it right? Am I doing it wrong? Because no guy will ever be like, I know what I'm fucking doing. We don't know what we're doing. Yes. I think it would also be kind of cool to see that guy maybe not get the girl. What's the movie where the guy like goes to the this is gonna sound stupid because they all go to the airport, but he goes to the airport. I think it's the guy from American Pie. He's like a total loser. At the end of the day, he ends up getting the girl. He's very, very. Is it the college like, one that like he's Jason in? Silverman? Yeah. Saving Silverman. No, that's a good movie too, though. But that's that's really just funny and not supposed to yeah. mean anything. But the thing that I do find about the guy who never knows what to do always ends up getting the girl. So maybe for him, totally changes narrative. Maybe sometimes we should see him not get the girl. And realize all that ridiculous shit he did along the way wasn't really right. Because if she's leaving, she's just not that into she's you. <laughs> like, if, if a girl's into you, you'll know. That's an overused trope in movies, the rush to the airport scene. That's stupid. Well, un- unless it's the terminal with Tom Hanks where he's in the airport. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> then she's Fine. just rushing up Fine. the escalator. But no, I get what you're saying. The rush to the airport, rush to the train station, rush to save her. Like, it is it is an, it is an overdone trope. Like, I've been in one fight with Shauna where she left and I actually physically walked out and was like, am I in a movie? <laughs> like I chased after her. The, I was going to say that. I want to talk about my number one pet peeve for all romantic comedies or any movie in general with a relationship between two people is a disagreement or a misunderstanding and they don't talk. I agree. Totally. Oh my God. Like they have a mis- Like somebody misinterprets something and then one person leaves and the other person doesn't do anything to stop them right? or explain. <laughs> First of all, you shouldn't be leaving. Just stay home and talk about it. Yeah. Where are you going? Yeah. Have like, we all been in a fight and done that? Any of us? Have any of us been like, I'm leaving, and then the, the person you're in the fight with doesn't, like, has, has can you, I've never. No. Like, you go. You fucking go. And especially if you completely misinterpret what's going on, and the person doesn't even try to, to no. explain what the truth was. Right. Like, you lose your shit. And you're like, I'm leaving. And guy who did nothing wrong stares at you with a blank look on your face and lets you leave and go to your grandma's house in Toledo or whatever it is, like for three weeks. How does that happen? Oh, that's not Even I if have... it's leaving for two hours, don't leave. Like, <laughs> right. Just stay home and talk about it. I have a feeling that that's when you storyboard a movie and that is where one section physically of a story happens and then they go to the next section where they miss the transition. Right. And if they included 30 seconds, like... Like, if you want to make movies about things that happen in real life, all of these things 
everybody I've ever talked to about where they make a movie, they all say it come like conversation. Garrity put it best, actually. I'm going to go back to this guy because I've fallen, like I've got a huge crush on him now because his mo- you guys should watch his movies. You'll love them. They are based in real life. They have a awesome. lot of awkward in real life situations and love and fights and all this, but um, oh, that's what forgetting your point sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> We're going back to the when you're having an argument, someone doesn't just let someone else leave for weeks at a time. And you were talking about the storyboards. And yeah. So in that in transition, that, yeah, the transition phase is missed. And that's where it's lost on the audience where we're like, well, no, we don't do that. But you have left out the part that we do that we would emote more to for the sake of cost, time, whatever. Sure. So is it maybe something that, you know, if there's a big studio head listening to this podcast and they're a big fan and they download it every week and they tell everybody about the Real Debaters, it's the best podcast <laughs> in the world, Liz listening to this? Hashtag Real Debaters. Yeah. Um, like asking your fans a little bit more, like surveying people about a script maybe. Like, yes, you all, it's the everybody gets into a yes moment. They don't want to challenge shit. They're like, well, I agree with but that. But now here's a question. Do movie producers and movie makers and storytellers want you to leave the movie satisfied or do they want you to leave with some sort of something that irks you that maybe keeps it in their mind i'm okay to be irked so i'm in the movie i walked in on my partner and he's in a compromising position with another woman but deck insider there it is (laughs) but really he was she fell and he was picking her up so she didn't fall in the lake and all this jazz and then i run away he doesn't chase after me and we have a chance meeting weeks later and then we just get back together. Yeah, but that's fucking stupid. Right. So that's the part for me that's like, I could be a little bit irked that maybe he didn't contact this woman for a couple of weeks. But when she does see him, she's just like, oh, I missed your face. I missed yours. Let's make out. Like, no, you'd be like, who is that bitch? What's going on? <laughs> they don't actually deal with the, the issue. At yeah. Hand. Yeah. The fallout is what we deal with, but the inspiration is from the moment that they put on screen, right? They're like, this is inspired by, this was what, sure. I, you know, so, um, interesting. Think maybe stories like that teach people that you don't have to actually solve a problem. You can just ignore it for yeah. long enough and it goes away. <laughs> you, you just walk out of the room. It didn't happen. <laughs> totally. I didn't hear you. <laughs> la, 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 la. Like, if, how long do we have to not have to talk for you to forget this? <laughs> if I just focus on work for a couple of weeks, everything will be fine. Yeah, that's not a good lesson to learn from movies. All right, we're going to bounce back to the girls here. Um, we just kind of came up with something with one of these lists that I put together here. So um, we're going to get a twofer, a two for one. Um, so female representation in a situation with a male. It's kind of where I'm going with this. Kay. Okay. So, like, for example, um, is it really accurate when, like, you're the only single girl at a wedding looking for love. Is that something that a you've seen happen in real life where like you meet the guy at the wedding and you know, you're like, Ooh, we met during this big festive love phase and it's going to last because you've met off that second. Is that something that a lot of women go through? Like you're the only single girl. So like I took Jackie as my date to a wedding. Okay. Cause I was certainly not going alone. It was a great time. It Best was wedding great time. ever. There was a poutine bar. Super bougie. Like, it was awesome. Got fucked up. <laughs> yeah, good time. She she was in the car at midnight. Um, no judgment. I would say no that that might actually be a fairly realistic. Like, uh, they're always in the U.S. Right, and U.S. weddings are quite a bit different, where you don't really get like a plus one and all of that kind of thing. And the one thing that I could say might be accurate about movies is that if you're at a wedding. You do feel this 
overwhelming amount of love in the room. You really do. Like, there's, like, even if it's just... Not a funeral. (laughs) Even... He just might be a genius. He might. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) Wedding crashers. That's why they... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just figured out wedding... That's why they go. Right. Because because there's so much fucking endorphins on love in the room that, like, like, you can literally shit on the dance floor and still get laid. Did you just seriously make that realization? I'm not kidding. I always just thought that weddings were a fun... Like, I never thought about the love aspect. Right. I thought about the party. I thought about the... the, uh, I'm such a fucking moron. How did I miss that? <laughs> but no, like that's. I've never hooked up at a wedding, but I hooked up at a wedding social with somebody. Oh god, I've you're from never... Manitoba. That's a fucking rite of passage. Like I don't know. Have you ever been to a wedding where there's been there's been single men? Because I haven't. Like we're in our forties. We've been to a lot of weddings yeah. over the years. I have never been to a wedding where I'm like, oh yeah, there's a lot of mm-hmm. potentials here. Not like, a... never. That's kind of what I'm getting not at. Like, do you, one cause, ever because they always the single girl no. always meets no. the handsome guy at the wedding, but the it's handsome guy at the wedding is like, usually dragged there by his fucking exactly like all the the chicks. No. Right. Or like typically if you're a single guy in Winnipeg, at least we have plus one. So you'll bring a girl. So you're not going to be that douchey guy who like brought a girl and then you went home with some other girl and the girl you brought is like, I guess I'll cab. Like, what are you going to like? Right? Even the weddings that I've gone to with like my buddy, Kurt, like we're just friends. We've been friends for 20 years. And even then I'm like, oh, yeah, well, maybe. And like still no, not literally nothing. Like yeah. I've never been to a wedding There's not enough where left. I've met a guy ever. Hmm. But I can understand the thought process behind it. That's the one thing I'm going to give them here in the movie is that if I'm a single girl and there's an attractive single man at a wedding, just the pheromones in the air are going to make me be like, well, chances are his fucking girlfriend's over in the corner. But anyways, <laughs> that, like, seriously, I love the split his girlfriends at home sp- with their three children. No, I'm serious. You. Like, <laughs> that's the thing. Like most most weddings, like really, how, how many? Uh, I haven't met going? a lot of single men at a wedding. That that's pheromone you're talking about, Chrissy, that's called envy. <laughs> That's called uh, always bridesmaid, never bride. I got That's, you. Yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah, not you know. I'm not. I'm not saying because they're like everybody's there to gus and sycophant and get all crazy about the couple. Like it's a lot of good energy yeah. forced into a room that I you. But the the trope of you know handsome man single at a wedding, it single girl like that that no i don't think in my mind it doesn't really exist hey and if you're a single guy and you're at a wedding you think maybe somebody's single hey just go up and have a conversation like don't be shy but i've never been to a wedding or a guy's like hey hey what's going on it might be the proverbial barrel of fish maybe probably not though (laughs) (laughs) if you are an attractive actually single man at a wedding though fishing with dynamite totally (laughs) but that's called the atom bomb. <laughs> yeah. That's just throw. You know what? That's not even an atom bomb. That's a smoke grenade. Just throw the grenade in the room, walk around, and just be like, grab boop, as many as boop. you can carry yeah. and head out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like fucking putting firewood in the back of a truck. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Mark is horrified. I am horrified. <laughs> You're supposed to bring the, the fairer sex perspective here. No. Hey, I'm. Uh, this is fair. I don't know what you're talking about. But I think, I, this is, this is, okay, back to fifty first dates. So this is the dating stuff that I kind of okay. want to get into. Um, big, cute, ridiculous gestures because I, I, I'm, I can't wait for Shauna to show up to if she wants to throw her two cents in. Um, but like, I really do love big, grandiose gestures, right? I. I think they're fun. I think planning is fun. I've I will admit I've gotten lazy about it, but like at first, 
right the 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 setup the the initial like creation of like the guy wants to put something together is that something that you appreciate or is it too weird and creepy or you know like where where are you with this and we're yeah, gonna we're gonna we're gonna start with jackie okay. on this one and bounce back to you so talkative, sorry after you <laughs> um so i think um as we've gotten into our 40s we're all in our 40s here i think that pretend you're drew, drew barrymore damn it <laughs> Oh so God. nowadays, like, I don't think that women, I don't need a grand gesture. Like really nowadays, like interviews when you go on a first date or first dates are more interviews. Like you want to know, are you normal? Are you, can you hold a conversation? Can you ask me questions about myself? Like a lot of times, a lot, not just men, like a lot of people are like all about themselves. Just want to talk about my themselves. boat, my truck. Totally. My like just want to ask, but you know what? I don't, TV. for a first date, I don't need a grand gesture. I need a couple drinks, maybe some food. See if you're normal. Like, an interview and I'm using air quotations because mm-hmm. it really is like we're in our 40s like we're, we're done with putting up with the crazy bitches <laughs> and the crazies just because you're hot like we're done with that like I don't know that's how I think like the the whole perception behind 50 first dates is he can't fuck up really it's wiped off the slate yeah right, right? like yeah. 24 hours later you're you and yet he still keeps making her fall in love with him every day conflict Right. You need that. Right. Cause yes. th- and it's a, it's adorable. It is one of it's one of my fa- Adam Sandler rom coms before Adam Sandler. And I, I and I, we try our hardest to give our most honest opinion and not knock because we always respect that this is art and film. Right. It's representation. So and it's very one sided. Right. You've got one hundred and fifty two hundred. If it's an Avengers movie, a thousand people making something that takes blood, sweat, and tears in 19-hour days and all this stuff. So to criticize it is to not have any respect for it, but Adam Sandler Netflix, not as great as Adam Sandler Happy Madison. And I only say that because now you're on an assembly line, right? Now you're churning and burning. You've got a deal where the hustle of getting a studio to give you money was for Happy Madison previous. So like 50 First Dates, Wedding Singer, he's very good at conceptualizing the cute and the fun but is it weird, Chrissy, when it's cute and fun the first time you meet somebody, or do you prefer the interview series? I think that if on a first date someone tries that hard, it's going to be red flags for me. The, the worst first date I ever had was... Mark, tell us. <laughs> <laughs> well played, sir. Clever. <laughs> I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> I still I landed the like fish. <laughs> <laughs> and he was only using a hook. <laughs> the worst first thing I ever had. I love you. <laughs> was like flowers and a dinner at highs and a walk at the forks. Oh, God. And like all of this oh, stuff. And the entire time I kept thinking, what's wrong with you? That's a like, fifth anniversary. Like, why did right? you calm down? <laughs> <laughs> I remember you said that fifth anniversary. Highs, flowers, walk. <laughs> I wish I could get off that easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's not going to be that easy. <laughs> but I remember that entire day thinking, like, there, there's something wrong with you. Like, why are you trying so hard? Yeah. Like, you know, like, Friends with Benefits is my idea of a first date. Mark, Mark and I's first date, What I brought a bottle. No, he had a bottle of wine. I went to his house. We hung out for an hour. And if that is what, if that's the flow, if that's the vibe, I've done that before previously. If that, fe- and you know, like your gut tells yeah, you, you're totally. like, okay, I'm, I'm okay. Like there's a vibe here. 
I'm throwing out signals. They're catching them. They're responding the right way. I totally, I confirm that. That's yeah. Like we met online, right? So we were like, Hey, we need to see each other IRL to make sure that we like each other. Get it over and fucking done with. Yeah. 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 Right. And I just think that if I had shown up there and the entire house was lit with candles and there was like <laughs> Mozart playing in the background, I'd have been like, Ooh. you'd have been on the horn to me. be like, oh, you need to come get me right now. <laughs> that emergency call would have gone in ASAP. Uh, a trail of, of rose petals leading right. down the stairs. Like I'd have been like, I've got the flu. I got to poop. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> I got to poop. Is that is that the. OK, you, you've just touched on something. The 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 the. The lack of weirdness on screen. Sure. Pooping, burping, farting, sneezing, burping, farting all at the same time. Some people do that <laughs> depending on your age. Um, uh, the snurberft. <laughs> the snurberft. Yes, yes. The old snurberft. Um, but like, is it is it something that does it take away from a, a man's character on screen when yeah. you get to the real realities of like I've never seen. I think the only the only time I've ever seen a toilet in a scene is Dumb and Dumber with Jeff Daniels. Wait, in that same movie you were talking about with the switch, right? With the with the, the switch where the people pee in the thing. Yes. They're getting all sexy time, and that chick from This Is Forty, the funny woman who always oh plays the God, wife, Judd right. Judd's wife. Judd, yeah, yeah, it's Judd Apatow's wife. Okay, she's like, oh baby, and she's in her like lingerie, and then she goes to the toilet and leaves the door open. Is like, I think that Mexican really messed with <laughs> me, and she's like pooping on the toilet, and he's like, oh my god. And then he, she happened? finishes and she walks to bed, and he's like, don't come at me, all those cannons hot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that's what that's what I'm getting at because that's that's intimacy on a different level that's not sexual intimacy that's like that's uh, you shit with the door open right you that's never happening no i don't think that that i i feel like most females don't want that to happen so if there's men listening just close the door i can only okay fair enough good point there's things i don't want to know about and all of that sound mark made that encompasses most of them. Oh, the we know what happens. Just, <laughs> yeah. just close no, let's the just, door. Everybody has their own opinions. Yeah. Yes. Everybody has their own thing. Yeah. So we're not judging anybody else. No, there. gosh. No, no. no we. No. It's your if, party uh, poop if you want to. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. If you're uh, you know, a scat fan, then I'm not going <laughs> to. If you're an open door pooper, that's yeah, fine with me. 100%. But most uh, people water are sports, not. golden showers. <laughs> yeah, whatever. We don't want to judge. <laughs> No, Zero but unless judgment. there's consent, just close the door. <laughs> yes. just close the door. Anything as long as there's consent <laughs> is totally it's fine. Is totally fine with us. We're cool. We're down with it. Uh, yes, even you, Utah. <laughs> <laughs> so where were we? I don't know, and I don't care. <laughs> I, like, I like where we are. Um, but yeah, no, like int- intimate moments. Like okay. Uh, bridesmaids comes to mind where she shits um, in. Uh, oh yeah, sink. yeah. Go get the wine. It's okay. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. When she shits in the sink, but like, don't look at me. Don't look. <laughs> That's literally would be me crying and screaming. Don't look at me. Oh, I love the scene where she's walking across the street and she just stops and crouches. That's what I'm talking about. Is and that. she just has that horrified look on, on that her manhole face. cover? Yes. No, no. I'm doing it. It's, <laughs> it's, happening. it's happening. It's happening. But you've got a you've got a giant. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's there. It is. It's on the manhole cover. That look on her face is just priceless. Um, <laughs> but like those those moments between couples is what I'm getting at. The the sheer embarrassment sure. that does eventually happen. Like, um, oh my God, I'm trying to. 
Well, like when, like I don't really when, have. When Mike's thinking of something, I'm going to ask a quick question. Yeah, go ahead. Can you ladies think of the the one sort of uh, reoccurring thing from a lot of these romantic movies and such that they've just got wrong, in your opinion? Yeah, I like that better. I'm going to stop thinking. Like, what's the biggest thing that you think they've got wrong as far as what women really want? I think it's the overt gesture. I think it's the over-the-top romantic that the impression given about women is that we want someone who is going to sweep us off our feet and put us on this pedestal and treat us as though we are a glass figurine that can't ever be handled or deal with anything that's difficult or any of those things because we're just this little gentle thing that needs to be just treasured at all times. So for me, that's one of the things that I think gives us such a poor thought process to women. Like if you didn't ever have dates and you just watched rom-coms and then you met someone and you lived your life. Oh God. Your life would always be less than if you held it to the standard of how men treat women in romance movies. And I don't think we want that. I think we just want stability and we want boring and we want love and normalcy and we want our Monday to Friday and fun on Saturdays and grocery shopping on Sundays. We don't want someone who continues to fuck up and then make these overt gestures to fix the fuck up. Or make overt gestures in lack of something else. Yes. Yeah, I think so too. And like, I think that a big thing for me is, and again, like I hope that people listen and if you ask somebody out <laughs> you, if you ask somebody else if you're a guy and you're asking a lady out be like hey hey do you want to go out and she's like yeah totally okay so what do you want to do no 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 no, just plan the date don't ah. don't say oh hey my God, hell do you want to yes. go out and she says yes and you're like okay so what do you want to do no 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 just plan the fucking date just and if she complains about the date that you've planned maybe you second guess your choice of who you're asking out but just plan the date like just Chrissy, am I right here? No, that's preach Just all day, Just plan the man. fucking date. Day. Like, I hate that. Oh, do you want to go out? Yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. Okay, well, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? What time you do you want to go wanna there? You know what I want to do? I want you to plan it, and I'll fucking meet you there. Yes. Like, that's what I want to do. Girl, yes. Accommodation is the uh, ugly stepchild of compromise. Hey, man, I'll plan the date if I ask you out. Hey, do you want to go yeah. out? Yeah, you're like, okay, well, why don't we do this, 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 and this? Okay, well, maybe not four things, but two things <laughs> yeah. on the first date. But Multiple choices, I'm great. just saying, like, I don't know. Like, I think that's a big one. I hope that people realize that if you're going to ask someone out, don't be like, yeah. Drive even, the ship if even you've Even if you're not going to ask totally. them out, right? Like, you're in a relationship. The surprise is always candlelit dinner on a rooftop with the sun setting and all that shit. Like, I'll be surprised if it's like, hey... When you get off work, go change into your going out clothes because we're going out and you don't tell me what we're doing. And we go to like, I don't want to say at a restaurant because I don't know if you have any affiliations to any. We go nope. to we go to local want Winnipeg to. restaurant. <laughs> insert ad here. And then Who we, is it? You can talk about it. Go ahead. <laughs> no, it doesn't even matter to oh, me. Okay. But like, it doesn't have to be a the five the guests plus. Don't necessarily. <laughs> 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 We've said that many times. It's OK. But. The the idea is that you plan something. You plan something you knew I'd like, which tells me that you know yeah. me. Uh, yeah, you've studied your deal. you've studied your opponent. Yeah, you've and watched like, tapes. And I'm like a heart on my sleeve person. It's not difficult <laughs> to know what I want. I don't think like. But mo and most women don't want a huge deal. We just want you to know that you've thought about it. That's yes. all. That's what all it? that we want. Effort. 
Effort. Effort. I don't. I don't care if it's like, hey, I know you like this wine. Why don't we sit down and have a glass of it? I just want you to know, or just we just want to know that you've thought about it. That's all. Hundred percent. Um, what about the like the 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 love that happens on screen? We've talked about the big grand gestures, but um, conversations that happen around when you're missing out on something or you want to like are there any movies that you feel accurately represent when when two couples have to sit down and have a serious conversation about it right we've talked about how you get the person we've talked about the um aspects of like you know second and third year but like when when you fall in love with somebody um eliminating the grand gesture of it because that's always what movies do um are you have you ever watched a movie where you've you've been like you, you've got that wretched feeling right that kind of gives you some sort of semblance of a love conversation you've had with somebody sure. you know heartache all that all that stuff i guess is uh, the the seriousness of because what we see i'm going to keep talking until i get this right because what we see on the screen is it's a very brief encounter so i guess the length of it right and all the nastiness that comes yeah. from it um scar oh, scar joe and uh, what's his face from uh, the one that won the Hulk. <laughs> yes. No, that's not what you're that's thinking. That's a good of. strong woman no. right there. <laughs> Sun's going down, big guy. Sun's I, going. <laughs> I like uh, a strong male lead. I was down for that relationship. Yeah, uh, like you know, it's got like a tough exterior. Okay. Uh, Sorry, uh, where were you at? I don't know, <laughs> but I like where we are. Uh, when Ryan Reynolds and what's her face fight in the Notebook. So fighting is where I'm getting at and making up. Because you haven't seen the notebook. I haven't seen the notebook. You haven't seen the notebook? Wow. What's wrong with you? Okay. I haven't seen the notebook. You have to go outside. Dear John or any of those horrid movies. I'll tell you something. I know that we're watching. He's just not that into you. But you know when Bradley Cooper's wife finds the cigarettes? Yes. And she loses her shit on Luis Guzman for him well, being the problem like but it's really her husband. but because she's asked him plenty of times and he said absolutely not and then she's like she's yelled at the workers all this time i could feel her heartbreak okay that's what i'm talking about so so it, having that the oh. what is it the cigarettes were a metaphor yes for all the lies that he was telling her right and i remember her looking and seeing those cigarettes and feeling like she understands now that everything that he's been doing while she's been being an absolute bitch, but trying to renovate their whole home and doing all of these things and everything she's done. She's like, I, he's been lying to me this entire time while I've, she's been going about it wrong. Right. I, I fully agree with that. But what she thought she was doing was the best for her family. She was trying to make them a beautiful Mm -hmm. home. And, and I remember her seeing those and being like, that would be heartbreaking. That's real. That is what would get do it for you. That's what would put you over the edge. And I loved all his shit packed on the stairs with the note. Like, that's way more calm than I would have been. <laughs> there wouldn't have been carefully packed boxes on the stairs or whatever. But, like, that's something to me. I don't know if we were supposed to talk about things that got it right or wrong. But that was we're, one of those ones that, like, hit me. I'm okay. going to – you know what? I'm going to just interject something quickly because it came up on the screen while you were saying that. There's, I don't know if you remember this movie. They they flash to the like the opinions from the real life guys. And there's <laughs> yes. a guy standing down by the water, and he's like, uh, 
yeah, if uh, she hasn't slept with you uh, after the first month, she's not into you. She doesn't like you. It's like, and if she calls you dependable or cuddly, <laughs> she she's not into you. If she uh, takes a shit in your bathroom, <laughs> she's not into you. <laughs> she takes home leftovers on the first three dates. <laughs> she's not into you. <laughs> How do you girls feel about those kind I'll of? I'll just tell you, like, I, I ninja pooped for like a year and a half. You still do. <laughs> Like, Wait a minute. Hang on here. First of all, ninja poop? Is yeah. that is that where you... Okay, let, let me let me ask you what I think it is, mm-hmm. and then you can confirm me if okay. I'm wrong. Is that where you mask a poop like it's a pee? <laughs> like you go in and you, 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 you take a shit in the time it takes to take a piss? 100%. Oh, that's so painful. And then you like zip yourself out of there, and you come out, and you're like... I don't know. Honestly... Nothing to see here. I think that most women would just appreciate men being like, you know what? If you need to go, just go, because... There's a stigma around having to go for a poop for like the first six months of your relationship. Nobody poops in movies. Everybody poops. Do I not still do it? Like, I don't think he knows when I go. Like, I'm going to ninja poop probably for the rest of my life. I'm I'm a little old fashioned that way. I, it's just one uh, of those. That's why the spark stays in a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't pooped in four years. What a gem. <laughs> it's not often you find a woman that doesn't have to. <laughs> the Bruce Lee of bums. Yeah, that's right. I Wang don't know. Chung I just think there. that, you know, have a conversation. In movies and, like, in real life, just have a conversation. And maybe that's super weird, but, I mean, so many women think it's so offside to have to poop. But we got to poop. Yeah, no, you 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 do, and if you don't, I have um like we need to you are you okay? And there's also two sides of the coin, right? There's people that there's two like poops. Chrissy. Well, <laughs> there's there's two poops to every story. Um, <laughs> there's the people like Chrissy that want to uh, leave that mystery in a relationship, if you will. Yeah, yeah and there's fair. some people in a relationship that they feel if you can't get to that point where you're completely honest and open with each other, then there's something being held back. And Hi, that's me. So, so really, <laughs> but but so mine doesn't come out of thin air. I was in a relationship where that stuff on that side was completely put out there all the time and the burping and the farting and everything. And I was like, I'm not attracted to this person. So I have learned what I need and that's what I exhibit in a relationship. And Ah. that's maybe, maybe movie wise. That's something that we could also talk about is that a person rarely puts out what they need. They just expect someone to know what they need. I put out all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) But, but we really like, give what we want in a movie right but i give what i want in real life because i know what i need in a relationship and i need to not be farting and burping and pooping and all those is that consistent do you think do you do you put out what you want back i don't know i think that like i don't care if a if my person farts in front of me do i love it no but do i realize that it's a bodily function so if you have to do it yeah okay fine but do i want it like my par- for instance, my parents who were married for fifty two years, it was it was a free for all. It was just farting all the time. Bathroom with the door open. I'm like, do I want that? No. What's up, no. Jackie's parents? <laughs> <laughs> do you? But what Mark's asking is, do you give what you want, or do you give what you think your partner wants? No, I think that I, I think that I don't know. Like, so if I was your partner, if I read oh the way that you you responded to me or acted to me and then mirrored that behavior back to you. Do you think that that's what you want? I think that's sometimes, I think that we, we give what we want to receive. Some people don't. Some people like the person to just guess. 
No, I mean, I think that. Why did I, you do that? Well, that's what you did to me. Those, well, I don't want what you. I did to you. I want you to be suck. better. Welcome to every romantic. I think like that you give what you want to receive most of the time, and like that's the love language that we yes. all have talked about. The five oh, languages so. of love, love languages. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's five of them. I've. We've the, all taken yeah. them in this room. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's there's something to be said there for knowing how you like to be loved and knowing what you do to love somebody. And no, they rarely important. are different. They're rarely the same thing. No, totally. And the most common mistake is loving somebody the way you like to be loved. Right. I have figuring it out what they want. I, I, I Yeah. Have we all seen Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? Yes. I have, but not in a long time. Okay, but you know the premise, right? Yes. yes. Would you want something like that to happen in real life? Would you want a service... Jackie, you know what I'm talking about? I, yeah? I haven't seen it. I'm okay, sorry. that's okay. No, no it's judgment. okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'll give you the premise. So, um, when you break up with somebody, there is this tech that allows you to wipe your brain from all of the experiences that you shared with them. Yeah, I'm down for that. Okay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so we'll start with you. Yeah, no, so I'm totally down for Jim that. Jim Carrey, Kate, Beck, Kate Winslet, um, have a relationship. They break up. She goes and removes him from her brain, and he doesn't know about it. And then goes and sees her, and She's like, I don't know who you are oh. and finds out about the service. And he's like, well, she did it to me. I want to do it to you. So it is the quintessential question about relationships that if you could wipe away the emotional carnage that comes with one and the good as well, are you better off for it or not? So I'm no. the type of person and Chrissy knows this about me. When I'm done with you, we're done. Like, I don't there's no back. Well, you've and been forth. doing like, it for years. OK, <laughs> we're I'm done. Like, so, yeah. So if someone said, hey, you know what? We'll come and we'll just wipe that shit out of your mind. Yeah, where, where do I sign? Like, what do I have to pay? Like, when I'm done, I'm done. And this is my bestie, but I'm going to 100% disagree. Yeah, and that's totally the fine. The previous relationships that I had made me the partner I am today. They make you stronger. <laughs> oh, sorry. Don't be. Insert that, song. That now. was amazing. Good <laughs> um, segue. Yeah, I... Katy Perry is awesome. Uh, but do you do you stay with the lessons that you learned? I do. So I dated the same guy with a different name and face for 10 years. Yeah, but if someone wipes out your last relationship. <laughs> <laughs> and so like I kept thinking that they were the problem. And then sappy music before I met Mark, I took some time to think about what it was that I was doing that was the problem. What so the common denominator is me. Right? So these are all the bad things that happened in my relationships. And the only thing they had in common was me. So what was I doing wrong? And what did I need to do differently? And then I made a conscious effort to change those things. And my next relationship is different. I obviously also chose a different man. But if I could just wipe out my mind, I'd be like, well, I'm none the wiser for anything. So I'll just keep going for that. Yeah, but do the, the lessons boy. remain, though? If the lessons remain, okay, fine. They it's do. good to wipe out. But no, they don't. They, Completely they, gone. Unlike, uh, okay, unlike well, the Metallica change. song, the memories don't remain. Okay, well, then <laughs> I might Nothing change my opinion. But <laughs> 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 Excuse me. <laughs> Watch it. Lars likes to sue people for copyright. So even oh, the sorry. mention of Metallica. The the band with metal in their name. Okay. <laughs> who won't be named. I just remember Napster. Any mention yeah, of Metallica. Totally. Lawsuit. <laughs> um, Mark, so you say no too? Uh, because I think all of our experiences, our mistakes, um, all those lessons we've learned make us the person who we are. So if I hadn't have fucked up and, and been hurt and, and done hurting, I don't think it would have made me the person that I think I am today. I agree with you. You would have just yeah. been destined to make the same mistake over and over again. Totally. And then it's three movies about Jurassic Park. Um, I, uh, but I no, I'm in the same boat as you. Like, well, Chrissy says you shouldn't make dinosaurs again. Yes. Get yes. that through your Stop thick skull. Do, do, 
Do you see what I what everything comes down to with me? This dinosaur. Life finds a way. See, it does. It always does. I, Chrissy made a good point, and that's what I agree. And I wouldn't know the value of Shauna had I not just knocked on crazy for 10 years right yeah you're right you guys are all right see i like this dialogue <laughs> we're having you know what i really do so whereas i would like like the specific memories to be gone with the lessons to live on do you guys know what yeah. i mean yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so if well, that was you just thing, want your cake and eat it too totally yeah. i do yeah, yeah you're right i do i think you have to have the pain of something to learn from it if it you, didn't crush your soul it doesn't teach totally you i agree yeah you didn't answer though the 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 heartbreak jackie like, is there any movie on scene where you've emoted with like and I've, I've kind of wanted to ask this conversation for a while, but there's always movies that take you through a period of time. Like, I will watch if I'm ever like, hey, I want to do coke again. I'll watch Requiem <laughs> and be like, nope, no, I don't. I'm no, good. no, I'm good. Uh, and I mean, coke and heroin are, are two different devils. But the point is, is that I watched that movie to inspire me to be like, no, you don't want to be a drug addict. So w- are there any movies that you've watched where you've just been like it hits you in your heart and you're a little wretched after you're a little broken. You're, you're, like, you, is you, it the notebook? I don't know if it's a notebook for me. Like, I don't know. Chrissy, can is there you... a movie that made you cry? Like oh, a, yeah. Lots. Of, like oh, a, no, I cried at the notebook. Ugly, Who didn't? Ugly cry though. Like, re- like, like leave the theater and you're like, it's Thursday and I went to the movie on Monday. Oh my God. Like Bradley Cooper and, uh, in, uh, stars born. Yeah. Oh my okay. God. Okay. Silver linings playbook. Yeah, I cried at that too. It was a good. It was a really good movie. It's what really good. Fuck it. You know what? I, I didn't get. You didn't see Silver Linings Playbook? What? Never even, I've never oh even my god, it was it. so good, Chrissy. What? She won an Oscar for it. Jennifer was Lawrence. She? Okay, Jennifer Lawrence, Bradley Cooper, Robert De Niro. It was a really good show. Yeah, it's about a mentally ill ex-husband who gets out of uh, therapy. He's allowed to come live back home with his parents, who his dad is Robert De Niro. And uh, his best friend's wife hooks him up with her sister, and she just got out of a relationship with a guy who committed suicide. And it's two mentally ill people trying to to trying to uh, get into a relationship. So it is it is actually a really good representation of people's shit getting in the yeah. way yeah. of, of really like good. you know, where, and it's the ugly side, right, where she's. Like she's messed up and he doesn't know what questions to ask and he's opposite of Bradley Cooper in in sure, anything that you've ever which is done. Awesome, but I just Bradley Cooper plays opposite of Bradley Cooper in every movie. He does. I love Bradley Cooper. I'm not gonna lie, he's fucking amazing. You know, you, when you say the 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 thing about the Star Is Born is that I believe that the the suicide that he commits isn't about him as as much about saving her. I totally agree, and just the love that they feel for each other is like. That that's where I got like just to love someone that much to be like what's I'm the other movie that's like a star is born um it's like a country singer guy a star is born the w- the one before the one before that Marissa, the one Marissa Tomei falls in love with him and he's like a let's go to the uh, internet he's, an, he's an alcoholic and then she he's taking care of her son one day and he starts drinking and he loses her son oh my god um uh, jeff country, bridges jeff yes, bridges jeff bridges um, like country and, uh, proud or country strong. no no it's it won an oscar actually he won an oscar I, for that role i feel like it's a star is born before a star is born yeah like, it's it, also got jake gyllenhaal maggie gyllenhaal maggie uh, gyllenhaal yes and i bawled my face off when she broke up with him and he was like I felt his pain in that time, like someone who 
the pull for the booze is stronger than love and uh, okay and so here i'm just gonna because you brought up maggie gyllenhaal i'm gonna take us on a little bit of a side thing don't when stop you looking. when you have what's that when don't stop looking oh no i got um, it it's when uh, you, when it's you crazy heart crazy heart yes. when you put characters in a movie that are supposed to fall in love like crazy and you're supposed to believe that one of the characters is going to do anything for the other character go to great lengths everything else you have to sell me on that person being worth that person doing that right, right? and the reason i say maggie gyllenhaal is because in batman Right, mm, I don't. Bye. Right, I I'm don't, looking forward to this. <laughs> I don't. Sorry, Maggie, you're never going to hear this, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, I don't believe her as the because she played the same character that uh, Tom Cruise's ex. Yeah, Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes played. I believed Katie Holmes in that. Katie role, Holmes was in the. Was right? in the yeah. That yeah. that billionaire Bruce Wayne and. Uh, the Harvey Dent, lead district attorney, yeah. are fighting over this girl because she's the most amazing girl in Gotham City. Maggie Gyllenhaal is not that girl. No. no. Do a better job casting because I just didn't believe. And if I don't believe that, if like this movie, if I don't believe Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Connelly are a couple, then the whole tension between them loses something to me. Like, I don't think Bradley Cooper would be with Jennifer Connelly in the first place in this movie because she doesn't exhibit any redeeming qualities that make... And this is just from a movie-making standpoint, not a, uh, a relationship no, I, I get, transit. I get what you're saying. Right? If you show me relationships on the screen, I want to believe that that relationship is possible. If this person, like, risks their life for somebody, you better give me an example of why that person's doing it in a movie. Uh, so, I get it. I'm going to... I'm gonna See if and Maggie Gyllenhaal yeah. stood out for me as a horrible cast. And maybe I, that's why Crazy Heart felt so real to me because it's like Jeff Bridges, right? He's like an old kind of drunk singer guy. Like he's not. He's a washed up country artist right. who and, is doing the hotel touring. Circuit. Sure, and she's like a single mom who happens to be passing by, right? But she's a she's a writer for the local newspaper. That's right. Yeah. And he really tried and he failed. And I think that is that other thing, like. Like in this, in that's the fallout. Yeah, like it, the wife and he's just not into you. Really tried and she failed. And Jeff Bridges really tried and he failed. And knowing that sometimes your best isn't enough for someone sucks. Oh hey, look, Chris Christopherson is in What Women Want, which yeah. is, he was also in the original A Star yeah. Is Born. Yeah, I also have a bit of a problem the casting for forgetting Sarah Marshall. <gasps> you shut your mouth. As in Kristen. You uh, shut your mouth. Right, this Kristen, is my favorite movie ever. Like. Kristen Bell plays a, her character really well, but I don't believe what's his name, J um, Jason Siegel. Jason Siegel, I don't believe Jason Siegel and Kristen Bell as the initial relationship. Like, can Siegel's I just an attractive gentleman? Like, but can I ask a question? Didn't Jackie just say that her friend, who's not a ten, is soup? That's super funny. Gets all the hot funny. rods. Oh yeah, but I just don't believe they don't show me enough of like why they're together before maybe, I'm supposed to care that they're Maybe apart. it's because his dick's out so soon. And then, yeah, maybe <laughs> he's doing the helicopter too early yeah. in the show. There's never too early to do the helicopter. <laughs> no. And Excuse then next me, thing you... As an aside, the helicopter is never something you should do. Please no, don't do it ever. don't do it ever. Thank you. Thank you for uh, listening to my TED Talk. You. On behalf of all women, we don't, don't ever do it. Yeah, I think ever. it's funny. It's not. 
It's awful. I mean, it's it's, it's, it's funny. funny. It's, it's funny. funny. It's funny if you had a dick. That's what that's <laughs> that's uh, on it, and that's that's the problem. You don't. Have and a dick. then he suddenly lands. Uh, what's her name? Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. Right. She's yeah, my that's, favorite. Ever. That's super believable. Do you want a little bit more building block to what the goofy guy did to the? To win the girl in the first place. You don't think that they built it up enough for him to win Mila, though? To win Mila, yes. But not to be with Kristen Bell in the first place. Okay, but I think... What do you think? Didn't they start off as, like, the low people and they both built their way up to the show? Yeah, like he wrote the score and she was on that horrid show. Yeah, but she's so much bigger than he is in in the show. Like, she's... She's a, a personality. And yeah, she's, she's an actor, and he's writing a musical for Muppets. But you also love her. I do like Kristen Bell. So I think she's higher on your hot meter in your mind than she is in real life. Like, she's cute, but they make sense to me as a couple yeah, if I, I agree. look at them. They make sense to me, I too. just like, yes, I do like Kristen Bell's personality <laughs> and everything else. I'm kind of, I'm smitten with Kristen you Bell. Oh, he is, yeah. Um, you want them to stop I'm judging. also smitten with her husband, so there's a whole as other story. Smitten, yes. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the the movie um, uh, oh, Brad Pitt in the baseball movie Snatch. <laughs> <laughs> what is that called? Money Pit. Money Pit. Money Ball. Money Ball. Money Ball. Damn it. There's an argument in that movie with that Jonah that, Hill. With Jonah Hill, thank you. Um, but there's an argument in that movie where they go against all of the traditional ways of looking at a ball player. Oh yeah. And they start to look at the statistics yeah. of a ball team. I think what you're saying, Mark, is you want Hollywood to stop looking at good body, good body, good speed, good speed, good form, and start looking at some depth to, oh, yeah. and some backstory to why Siegel nailed Bell, not yeah. literally, but like, like know. we see it later in the movie. Right. I guess I shouldn't. Yeah. He does show it, and then you're like, oh, that's why she was with him in the first because place. Because she regrets the loss. But yeah. I also don't believe Kristen Bell was that aware of him because she comes off as a rather shallow character in that movie. But she only was because then she was with... Russell Brand. Russell Brand, who... Aldous Snow. Aldous. Who was super Boy. sexy. And Absence. like when you look at him, you think, oh, this is an upgrade. But then he didn't make her laugh, and he wasn't sweet yeah. to her, and he didn't kiss her forehead goodnight and all the things that... The kissing on the forehead goodnight, every single girl wants. Yeah, I agree. They do. Like, even if they don't want to say they want it, they want it. Oh, no, totally. I agree. I guess the lesson from that movie, and and we can all agree, is that sometimes you don't know what you had till it's gone. Or you don't know what you want until you don't have it anymore. Yeah, you don't know what you want. Always get. What That's got to be a good transition into something. <laughs> you got some other questions in there? Oh, yeah. I just deleted everything off the screen when I was searching Excellent. for who Perfect. Was, So I just need to bring it back up again. Mark, do you have... Production delay. Do you have a scene where it's a loss, where you really felt it? Like where there was a breakup or something that made you sad that you were like, holy crap, like I've lived that? Or I feel that? I resonate with that? Hmm. Yeah, because there's crying in a movie where you're like, okay, this is emotional. But then there's crying in a movie that essentially what an actor does is they pull from a, a previous like situation, harness that emotion and bring it back up where a movie would then invoke said emotion out of you that reminds you of a previous mm-hmm. time. So if you That's ever. That's a good question. I don't know. Like, I remember dry heave bawling with Man on Fire at the end when Denzel Washington dies. That's not a rom com, but that was like. Thanks for clarifying that. He, he took care <laughs> of her. What are you telling me? <laughs> he that took care oh of her God. so much. And like when he died, I could like little Dakota Fanning, I could feel that pain from a child. 
I'm just wondering if you have one that resonates with you like that. I'm going to think on that. I'll get back to you. Okay. I'm just I'm going to I'm leave it through you. I'm just going to quickly I was trying the to I fill the scrolling air. Okay. No, I got I got it. Yeah, thank you for that, by <laughs> the way. Because, um, you know, dead air is like rule number one on podcasting. That's right. Um, I got it here, actually. Um, the, the hook that Kate Winslet is on in The Holiday. Never saw that movie. Never saw that. Okay, so The Holiday, uh, Cameron Diaz, Jack Black, Jude Law, Kate Winslet. It's one of the best romantic comedy slash Christmas movies. Okay. Uh, Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz trade houses. Kate Winslet goes to L.A. Cameron goes to London. Cameron meets Jude Law, which is Kate Winslet's brother. Um, and Kate Winslet meets Jack Black, um, who is a composer. That's and adorable. It's this like meet cute after meet cute after meet cute about why... Cameron and Kate didn't want to be in relationships, but yet the four of them all end up becoming friends, and and it's this great movie. But Cam uh, Winslet is pining after another writer that works at her newspaper, and just watching the devastation that she slowly goes through to then realize that Jack Black's really the guy that she should be with. Um, that that hook, that on the hook moment. Mm -hmm. I'm like I wasn't walking away crying or anything, but I was like, I know what it's like to be drug along, and you know, you you get yeah. into that pining cycle, and then all your friends are like, what are you like? When all your friends and then your family and then like everything is being questioned, um, I was that that that's I completely sympathize with with her and her character in in that regard, and it's very simple, but like her 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 staring off at him and then like he gets engaged to another woman at the newspaper yet like the previous scene he was like oh thanks for your christmas gift doesn't give her one walks out of the room announces he's engaged like just a lot of like continuous beat up and maybe that's because she doesn't voice her opinion enough and she's waiting for him to pull the pin but you eventually have to tell yourself this is going nowhere which movie is it uh, the holiday Oh, yes. yes I yes, think yes. the difference is that in real life, you tell somebody what you want and they still don't give it to you. Yeah, so, that's real life. Right? Like in real life, you say, you know, I'm not looking for a casual relationship. I'm looking to find a partner. And that person says to you, oh, yeah, me too. And then they don't. They're, well, they may be looking for a partner, but the person they're looking for isn't you. But you're good enough in the time. Right? And then... <laughs> Sorry. I love my hallway. <laughs> it's a 50-50 chance of where you have to go pee. Really um, and so then, you know, you tell yourself, well, this person just didn't want a relationship. It wasn't me. There wasn't anything wrong with me. Yet. They yeah. just didn't want a relationship. And then, like, you see them, like, a month later, and they're like, yeah, I just moved in with my blah, blah. And you're like, oh, so it was me. That's hard. That That is something mm. I do think does not get represented enough in movies. Oftentimes, the person comes to this realization that this person who's been chasing them is the person they wanted all along and i think movies could do better and still pull at heartstrings and still resonate and still be watchable if we could see more men and women try to be in a relationship with the wrong person and have that wrong person be like i'm not actually a bad person i just wasn't that into you it's not about you being bad it's about the two of us not being compatible yeah, or like I'm just. I not felt that that was me for a little while in my life. I was like, "Good luck, Chuck." <laughs> me too. <laughs> That's how we ended up together. <laughs> Everybody's relationship right after mine was perfect. 
I said this in the last one. Uh, did you ever see Closer, Chrissy? No. Um, it is a very rep- good representation of emotional fallout and what happens during a breakup and how people try to come back and they realize what they've lost. And there's the, the perfect scene about cheating that you're asking for um, where um, Clive Owen, it's Clive Owen, Julia Roberts, uh, Natalie Portman, Jude Law. I saw it on a first date. That was the story I told. Like I was oh like, we God. should go see this for a first date. And then we both left and we were like questioning our own relationship skills. Right. <laughs> Let's never do this again. It's all about cheating and backstabbing. But what ends up happening, though, is yeah, Owen has a feeling that Julia Roberts has cheated on him. And he presses and presses and presses. And then he gets all of the dirty details. Like, what did he taste like? What was what, was, what, what position? This. And then as soon as she's done and she thinks that this is going to get somewhere, he's like, all right, now fucking die, you fucking slag, and walks out of the room. That is what I feel most people want to do. Whereas in a movie where cheating and relationship drama comes into play, it's somehow always easy. Let's never speak of this again. Yeah, like what Mark was saying, (laughs) right? Where you're like, you you know, we recognize that one of us, like the, the Ross and Rachel break in movies, right? Where they both go their separate ways, but then one person ends up sleeping with somebody else. And they, I mean, as much as it is a trope, it actually is something that happens in real life. For sure. I feel that that's one of those things. It's like, yeah, we were on a break and everybody knows what a break, a break is a great way to convolute everything that you've worked for <laughs> but is a break an actual thing like have you ever i personally not, I, I don't have know. never said let's take a time out from each other we're not going to date anyone else we're not going to see anyone else we're just not going to see each other i've never had that i've broken up and gotten back together yeah but, but never... breaks are always in movies yeah like yeah, who says i don't that? think breaks are a thing though like who no. who says you know we're just gonna take take five like what we're just we're just we're on a timeout right now yeah so i can fuck whoever i want that's not a thing no no that's hall pass <laughs> but like that takes me back to friends we were on a break yeah that's that's the totally no. like and 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 that's the thing is that you see it in movies but i don't know like like when people say we need to take a break it is step one to break up yeah no right? i agree I, and i also don't believe it's a thing like, I don't believe that you step back from your relationship and ever then again step forward. You step back when you meet somebody and you question going forward because you've gone a couple steps forward and then you're like, do I do I do I get deeper or do I not? But you don't go two or three years in and then be like, we need to take a break. You No, you no. break up with me or not. Yeah. Right. And that's, you know. A break is everybody's excuse for really just taking the time to realize that you're not supposed to be together. Just everybody's mental timeout. But like in every romance movie, there's always a break. The break. <laughs> <laughs> no, the cat has walked. Oh, the oh. This is the cat. wrong cat. Yeah. No. Well, no. A cat walking in the room <laughs> usually symbolizes we are at the hour and a half mark, and we are at hour twenty-two right oh. now. So that's okay. That's, they're, they're saying <laughs> that something. cat is like a, a stopwatch. <laughs> Seriously, it's like a sundial. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like in in movies, every break always ends in good. And it would be really great to see a break end the way a break ends. Like, people are sad. Someone moves on to someone new. The other person is heartbroken. Or cheating always results in one more chance. Way too easy. No, cheating mm. does not always result in one. Not in cheating. Jackie's world. No, no, It's a no, hard no. 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 I agree. When it's there's cheating, it results in I get the fuck out of my life. I hope you die and uh, go fuck yourself. Hmm. Oh, so you're okay with it. Got it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, cheating is a non-negotiable. 
cheat on me, you're done. I I, I want to. I, I knew this was going to be a great thing to put on the What's background. What's cheating? What's cheating? <laughs> cheating is any like to me. Cheating is anything. If you're if you're inappropriately texting, if you're kissing, if you're whatever. Like, listen, if you kiss her, you might as well fuck her. Straight up. No, no kissing. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying, if you've already gone to the point of kissing, you might as well just bang her. If because you think that shit. kissing someone else is okay, then bang you might her. as well fuck her because we're done. Because we're already done. Yeah. Huh. So that like business of like, I was caught oh, up in the moment oh, and I, I was kissed drunk her. drunk and we just kissed. No. I, I hope you enjoyed it because it's the last fucking kiss you're ever going to get from yeah, my, my <laughs> argument always is. is I don't agree. Really? (laughs) Okay, you're on your own, buddy. No, Um, I don't. I think I I think some relationships are stronger than and than one mistake. Oh, I didn't say we couldn't work it out, but I said if you're gonna kiss her, you might as well fuck her. Yeah, I know that's what you said. That's not what Jackie said. That's right. No, you're right. Jackie was Jackie. Jackie said, "Don't let the screen door hit me in the ass." (laughs) No, I I, know. I'm sorry. I I just I couldn't forgive you from that. Like, really, like kissing is such a personal thing, and like if you're gonna cheat, you might as well cheat all the way because if you cheat, we're done. Uh, No, I I get it, and and that's that's the thing that okay, like you know. Movies aren't really going un- unless you're me and your whole entire you know backbone is based on everything you've seen on screen, and then you find out in real life it's not like that, and you get a sharp right left across the <laughs> chin one day. Um, but oh I'm God. I'm better for it. I'm better for it. Hold your thought just yes. for one second. No, uh, yeah. There was a show. I don't know if anybody remembers it. It was a show that was on HBO years and years and years ago, where the boy's parents didn't really show him any affection, and he was basically raised by TV. And like TV parents, so all of the clips like during the show would be flashbacks to lessons that he'd learned in movies, and he applied that in his life. It was very it just reminding me of what you said there. I'd have to f- take a look at what that show was, but it was an early HBO show. Somebody owes me royalties. That's my fucking childhood. <laughs> and it starts as this little kid, and it's through the years, and he's in front of different TVs, and it's basically being raised by the television. And movies, and that's the little clips in his life. I gotta find that show. That that's interesting. But yeah. I mean, it's it's also something that happens. But I don't assume that movies have an extremely tight grip on moral fiber. They do influence, right? Yeah. But they they're, they're like a, a, a million rom coms isn't going to make a one percent change in how humans interact in relationships because eventually they'll just get so fed up with the bullshit they're feeding themselves that they'll eventually, you know, learn something. But <clears throat> wheezy boy here. Uh, I always have a problem though with the, with the cheating because cheating in real life is months, almost years of therapy, communication, digging into things that you didn't know were a problem. Yeah. Um, none of which is portrayed on the screen. Right. And then you get into this like quick fix, which may or may not just be like the guy one day is like, oh, well, I cheated on you. Can I just take you out for dinner and everything will be okay? Everything's fine. (laughs) I'm not saying cheating is not something to overcome, but for me, it's just not something that I'm willing to. the, The lack of disrespect for me is greater than any type of forgiveness that I could possibly put forth no i uh i completely agree well there was one thing one last thing 
that uh, I know Chrissy wanted me to have on here. So do you think, while Mike's taking a look there, should movies, um, I think he just touched on it a little bit, do you ladies think that movies should reflect what's currently going on in society or should movies attempt to influence the direction they want to see society go in? Which would you rather see more of? Good question. Super slippery, though. So what I think movies currently display is this idea of romance. And we ta- I talked about this a little while ago, and I think that the idea of romance that they're putting out is wrong. I don't think that it's something anyone can fulfill. So then if you, like you were talking about, the kid who didn't have any parents and watched TV, if you watch a romantic comedy, and let's say you're a single woman or you're in a 10-year relationship, you're like, my life is nothing like this and this is super disappointing and I'm missing out on everything. Or to me, I would love to see, I know that real life has to be bumped up times 10 to make it something worth watching, but can't it be real life bumped up times 10 instead of this fake narrative? I think it should be what's closer to real life, but on crack. As opposed huh. to this made-up <laughs> thing. Because I understand that, like, mine and Mark's relationship isn't movie-worthy. Like, there's a lot of watching Ink Master and making food. <laughs> right? And that's not good TV. But, like... Uh, us is uh, Chef's Table and making food. <laughs> well, we watched all the Chef's Table. So we're out yeah. of that. So okay, we have to go to the next one. But yeah. totally, right? Like, lots of watching Netflix, sitting on the couch, walking the dog, and making some food, and no one wants to watch that movie. But could you take a real life and just really amp it up, make the things that are crazy, ten times crazier, but make it real? That's something I would be... Like, it's well known that I don't really like TV because I find scripted TV to be super horrid to watch. How do you feel about Hallmark movies? Uh, like you know the back like the worst thing ever. Like I can't. Corey watches them all the time. I'm like, what? oh no, my 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 IQ is like 14 <laughs> points lower. Is that the worst representation of yes. romance no. in in movies? There, it's it's the, a lot. To me, it's the worst it's representation of women because every single woman is looking for love. And I don't in think all the right places, in, but but above all else, usually at the Christmas tree. Line. And I don't yeah. think that <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think that women are Christmas just tree out there running around looking for love twenty four seven. Before we came here, we talked about how to be single, and how upset both Jackie and I were at that movie because we saw the title, we saw the synopsis, and we thought, well, cool, this is going to be about a woman who chose to be single, being single, and how she was going to live her life as single, no, and no, instead. No, no, no. The entire movie of how to be single was how, should have been called how to find a man. Yeah, just how to be like broken up and you actually really want to find a man. You want to get that man back, but actually, you just maybe you're maybe okay you kind of whatever want that other man. Guy. Yeah, it's not how to be single at all. So and there's nothing wrong with that, but maybe just coin it how to be broken up with and uh, <laughs> also just looking for a, a new uh, relationship and I don't willing know. to take whatever you can get. Just coin it. By the way, most people don't want to be by themselves. And there's nothing wrong with that, but some people do. Like some people are okay with just being by themselves. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Well, um, I'm totally off track now. I forgot your question. What about you, Mark? I don't. I was (laughs) saying, should we mirror? Should movies mirror uh, what's actually going on in the world, or should we set an ideal and try to influence um, the world? And it's interesting you bring things up because I always watch movies where there's. Um, sort of the the douchebag asshole 
that gets the girl and there's always the nice guy that's trying to get the girl potentially away from the asshole. And I always felt like that just mirrored my world as opposed to gave me a solution in my like the, the ones, for instance, that stand out um, wedding singer. Right. Uh, the douchebag Gulia. Right. That's that's it's our Julia. Gulia. Right. Julia or um, wedding crashers with uh, Bradley, Cooper. Bradley Cooper's character. Yeah. Right. And it's always the other like Owen uh, Owen Wilson's character trying uh, Owen, um Luke. Yeah. Owen Wilson's character. Right. Yeah. He, he started as like kind of trying to meet girls, but he's really the good guy and wants to win her over. It's the same thing in old school. Right. She's with that douchey guy. Yeah. Luke Wilson is there, like the super good guy. Exactly. Who looks bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and a- and but they never really gave much of a solution other than just keep being the good guy, and eventually something will happen. But yeah, but we have friends that are trying to be the good guy, and maybe you just have some confidence. Ask someone out. Plan the date. But they don't know how to be the good guy. <laughs> they do know how to be the guy. good guy. They just choose not we to. Also Women don't want a pushover. They want a, a nice guy that still exudes confidence. We also know a lot of girls who are still out there, like, who still think it's kind of fun to date a bad boy. Yes. That's like, yeah, but It's only Jesus. fun because you have no idea where it's going. Like, it's not fun. That's not fun. I'm sorry, but it's not fun when you get to be 40-whatever. Or you don't think that you deserve love. Maybe it's, it is what it is, but in any case. Um, <laughs> but so why is that such a trope? Why, why do girls go for the bad guys? Because then they're never disappointed. So when a girl goes for a bad boy and he treats her like shit, she's like, yep, this is totally yes, what I expected. What I, I got exactly what I was looking for. Mm-hmm. He tr- I knew he was going to treat me like oh crap. I expected him to, and he did. If I date a nice guy and he treats me like crap, there's something wrong with me. So is it you can't be hurt by it? You yes. can't be surprised. You can't, you can't, you don't, you, you, it's atypical. It's, it's everywhere. It's known. It's on the record. Whereas where somebody is completely something you don't see coming, they have the potential to let you down. Like if hmm. you did something really super mean, it would be very surprising because that's not the person. No, totally. Are. I would be like, oh, really? Mark did that? right but and you too like both of you if you did something really mean and hurtful it would be shocking but if someone was dating someone that we were like well that person's pretty douchey anyway so it's not surprising the reconciliation a man comes to when he does do something douchey on screen he never apologizes for really it's always i'm sorry for what i did but have you learned anything or this is who i am yeah like sorry for who i am there's no absolution to like I, I did this. I'm sorry. I recognize it. It's I'm just sorry. Do you no, know there's not, there's not a lot of I'm sorry for doing what I did. It's I'm sorry I got caught. Yeah, in exactly. Yeah, Do you know it's a famous movie. That's the, a definite the trope. The one movie that might be outside of that is Crazy Stupid Love. <laughs> like Ryan Gosling's character in that movie changed because he met the right person and he wanted to change. And that for me has always that's always been the one male character that I was like, she wasn't a. I know, crazy right? B. She didn't do anything stupid. She wasn't a maniac. She was just like, I. First of all, I love Emma Stone. I love her with all the, all the pieces of my heart. Um, but she was like just herself, and he just changed because he was like, oh, I don't want to do this anymore because I met this woman that I love. That's real. Not I dated this crazy psycho broad, and then she, I changed because she forced me into it. I agree with Chrissy's sentiment on that. Like. People can change their spots. Like when we talked about, well, when I think about movies that got it right, 
he's not that into you. Had a lot of mm-hmm. male characters that got her out. We got uh, Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck on the screen right now. <laughs> it's 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 the Aww. scene where he realizes the error of his ways about marriage. I love this scene, and he yeah. truly he truly recognizes the mistakes he's made. He's made. Yeah. Well, he loves her, her dad gets sick right and then he's doing the dishes oh my god i bawled my face off and that's exactly what he was doing that's shit. how we started yes. this whole thing was fucking dishes <laughs> i want you that's to want right. to do the dishes right, right? <laughs> like he goes there and actually helps as opposed to the rest of her family which is just yeah. expecting her to yeah no yeah. like that's amazing like but you look at the other characters like the guy that the Connolly character He's a womanizer and he just wants to bang bitches. And then all of a sudden he meets this girl and he's like, yeah, okay. She's no, pretty think, all right. Isn't that Justin Long's character? Isn't he the... I'm yes. sorry. The, yeah, yeah. The yeah. bartender. He, he is bartender, the, yeah. He's the right. desperate I'm guy. I'm sorry. It, Long is the douchebag. Affleck is the uncertain one. Cooper's the cheater. Oh, Cooper. And I love Cooper too. Before, <laughs> I, do, I really do. I love him. We got to start wrapping this up here because yeah. uh, <laughs> I, I got a house we got to go look at. But... Um, oh, right. Uh, Here's a here's a question to end on. This one's a fun one. And it's inspired by he's just not that into you. What should Bradley Cooper have done when he stuffs Scarjo in the closet and Connolly comes in the room? Oh my what God. is the oh my real God. life version? Hey, don't of that? cheat on your fucking okay, wife, ob- mate. No, obviously. <laughs> obviously. But like there 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 comes a point, like when you were mentioning Jackie, where you're cheating and you end up Using the excuse, well, I didn't know what I was doing. You're not an autonomous vehicle. You're not a fucking Tesla. You know what you're doing, right? You made a choice. You acted on that choice. Left foot, right foot, whatever. You put them in your mouth. You fucked up. So, but in real life, though, how does Cooper, what does Cooper do? Does Cooper, does that where you, like, he put her in the closet. So, obviously, he's got another, like, literally put baby in the closet. Literally put baby in the closet. (laughs) Because that is such an outlandish scenario that would never fucking happen. Like, in what world does he have sex with his wife? Like, he he shoes her out. He shoes the wife out. Says, hey, baby, I'll get you at home. I got a conference No, he doesn't. No, he stuffs ScarJo in the closet. No, I know. But in the movie, he does. But in real life? Yeah. Yeah, he shoes her out the door and says, hey, baby, we'll get at this at home. Like, I think his best bet is, like, let's do something kinky. And he blindfolds her. And then he shoes that one out so she doesn't have to listen while she's in the closet. Would at least make something a little bit halfway nicer. However, in real life, they just wouldn't let that wife in there, right? Like, I don't know. What does he do? I can think of all sorts of things. None of them are acceptable to say. So, <laughs> um, I you know, like, isn't that the time to come clean right there? I don't Truly, think it is. But in a movie, wouldn't that be an awesome time to come clean? Like in a movie, it's it's paving its way to the third act. But in real life, that's where it reaches its fucking climax. And you're like, OK, in real life, she's a client. No, in real life, he says, hey, I'm sorry. Like, I can't do this right now. You gotta go. I'll hit you at home. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll catch you on the flip side. Come on, yeah. guys. Yeah. Like you, you. What about? So, I agree. You guys are right on that topic. That he's he's a dick. There's no winning. There's no right answer to how do you deal with your girlfriend in a closet while your wife walks in, because you should never be in that situation. No, you should. Chrissy, you brought this up. This scene on the TV right now reminding me of it. Ladies, I know you don't want men that are non-committal. And you don't want a guy that's asking you to move in on the second date. When is the right time for, like, let's use it as a movie basis, right? Because this this character, uh, 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 Connolly's character E so on here with Scarlett Johansson is basically asking you to move in with him. 
He's putting himself out there, but she's just not picking it up. Um, is there a right time or is there a movie that, that did it the right way where there's that transition? Is it, is it up to the man to make that move? Do you drop the subtle hints and it's his move? Do you take the lead? What's, I, what do, I think what do what women you, think? I think what you say is... So what do my, women want? So, so my lease is up in the next 60 days, and I'm just wondering <laughs> if you want me to sign another year. That sounds familiar. Well, I tell you, <laughs> I tell you what happened to me, and it was... Oh hey baby, you know we can get a we can get a four hundred thousand dollar mortgage. I'm like, well, I guess maybe I should sell my house then. Like, mm-hmm. No, I think I, that once I, you say I love you, and once you guys have established the fact that you're gonna be together, things just. Yeah, I was. That was what I was gonna say. I think that truly things happen more organically. I think than so they too. do in movies. I think that people take a little bit longer to say I love you than they do in movies. Mm-hmm. People take a little bit longer to figure out what they truly want. But once they know, once you and your person look at each other and you say, I love you and I love you is like a big deal, right? We don't just throw that no. out anymore. Like, w- like we did when we were younger. And when you're, you're sleeping in my house two nights a week and I'm sleeping at your house. And, and our biggest complaint about is how we're like sharpieing our shit from one place to the next. Right. That's when it's organic to just be like, Hey, we should make our lives one. And I would love to see more of that, you know, as opposed to like the constant fights about you have a drawer in my bathroom and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like if you love someone like, you know, you see on a movie, right? Like, oh, God, they put their toothbrush in my toothbrush holder. If you're super into someone and this is making me a bit sappy, but you like seeing their toothbrush in your toothbrush holder. Like in the beginning, you're like, oh, that's my person. And those are the, yeah, those are the, the things that eventually show up and you're like, OK. All right, I'm okay with this, right? But like putting it out there like Connolly does in this where it's not even I love you, it's I love you, let's move in together. Like, no, it's I love you. I think you're amazing. I think you're super hot, but hey, let's let's get together. No. I don't know, I think subjectively like every couple knows when it's their time to for sure be together. What if what if when you're dating somebody and they have like some homeless person living in their house already that has a toothbrush <laughs> in their bathroom? <laughs> When's the right time to address that issue? <laughs> is Just that, curious, Chrissy. Is, is that, I don't. <laughs> there more? Is there more to that? Is that? You know what? Sometimes your best friend goes through some life problems, <laughs> and you are a soft place to land. Ah. <laughs> Literally, we both are, buddy. We're a big trampoline. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was the trampoline. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. All right. I remember saying to Chrissy, I was over at her house one of the first times, and I went to go. I brushed my teeth or something there and there was a roll uh, a, a tube of toothpaste and it was literally like just crumpled up like handprints in it and there was toothpaste all over the outside and caked on and all over the counter and I'm like what sort of heathen uses psychopath, is what psychopath uses a toothpaste container like this it was not me and she said oh that's that's not me that's this other person I'm like so somebody else lives here like <laughs> talking about right this is another guy that, <laughs> that has tooth and he showers and does laundry at your house and should i be concerned about this yeah, he we, lives in a motorhome give him a break no that's the problem with moving in together because literally like Corey's like you're you're too aggressive with the toothpaste you need to like settle down and i'm like what the but fuck you know man? wouldn't you love to actually see that in a movie i know we need to wrap up and we're wrapping no we're oh, totally yeah, wrapping yeah, but, but you know what yeah. like when you first move in together and everybody's like on each other's nerves about the little shit like putting the toilet paper roll on backwards. 
Oh my god. It goes over, not under. Right? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't even know. I just can put I it just on. can I just say something? Yeah. The person who sits whose eye level with the toilet paper should get to choose which way it goes. It's over, Chrissy, That's not it. under. Always. Cool. That can be in your house. Every time <laughs> I every time I use toilet paper, I'm sitting. Next, continuity and script on screen. <laughs> <laughs> Those, you know what? I honestly think in I love movies that would deal with those little, somewhat insignificant parts of relationships as opposed to the the big yeah parts. Yeah, isn't that why this is forty was so funny? Yes, it's a collection of the right moments instead of the yeah. dreams that they think people have and emulate too. Because a Hallmark is, I mean, it, sadly, probably more often than not, a Hallmark movie speaks to more people. Then it doesn't. But do you think that it speaks to them because that's what they wish their life yeah, was? No, it's because it's painted so pretty and shot so well and lit so perfectly mm. that it looks like the perfect unclaimed life that you're waiting to get to. Where eventually, when you get there, unless there's a director and a makeup artist and a set team making all of fake these snow. fake snow, which is put, uh, dried potato flakes, um, it, it it doesn't happen, right? right. It, it it is scripted that way on purpose, and life is beautiful but because. What do it's you not. think about that? Those those housewives that have been married for ten years that are sitting at home watching those Hallmark movies are they not? Are, are they, they hoping sad? that their relationship one day is going to change right. into that? Are they sad that knowing that that's what they're never going to have? Well, our email address is therealdebaters@gmail.com. <laughs> so if you would like to tell us, but I'll <laughs> tell you that sometimes when I watch those movies, especially when I was younger, I was like. Well, I guess no one really loves me. Ooh, an unrealistic representation of love. Yeah, yeah. which like, if it doesn't happen in real life, then it must not exist. It, right. If no one loves me like Hallmark movie couple loves each other, then love must Man, not. Man, if no one loves me like E loves Scarlett Johansson. Ah. Uh. Like, I'm not even talking about the really overt ones, right? But like... Just like he would do anything for her, and no matter how ridiculous she is, he'll do, he'll do whatever it takes. Like you grow out of that as you become an older woman, but as a young woman, there are times that you look around and you're like, "I guess I'm not good enough to be loved like that." I think that for me, the big thing is love who you love, like what you like. You want someone that's dance who you came with. You want someone that's <laughs> tall. You want someone that's short. You want someone that's heavy. You want someone that's slim like it doesn't matter what you like you like what you like and don't be ashamed in liking what you like that's my that's I, a that's that's a that's stamped <laughs> i don't know i just signed sealed no i believe it's it's a great it's a great way you of like thinking. what you yeah. like no and all leading men should be played by chris hemsworth <laughs> okay that's, i'm just gonna leave it on hems, that hems. Hems. Break, yeah, that's hems, what he said hems just abs but you said abs hems. is fine no no, I say Helms. She said Helms. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe we should wrap it up here, Mike. Yeah, you know, we I, could go I, on yeah, forever. Yeah, we could. I, I could, and I, uh, I would love to continue this, but the uh, house hunting. Uh, you have to go buy a house. Well, yeah, maybe we'll buy one. I don't know. It's Saturday afternoon. Perfect day. <laughs> it's that and Kingo Bingo, Kinsman Bingo at five thirty. If oh, we're, we got, if we got bingo cards, you got bingo cards. Oh fuck yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> if we're going off of movie love stories, Mike, you would go to that house and then you would spring it on Shauna that you had already bought the house. And Carry her over. She's the in the other room, man. Can you just <laughs> leave the fucking shit alone? If we've learned anything from movies, yeah, yeah, I purchased it. It's the yeah. big romantic gesture. Yeah, here's you know, it's it's property that you get to do whatever you want with. It's 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 like 20 acres. 
just Ooh. outside the perimeter. That would be the that would be the thing. Start a hobby farm. <laughs> goats. Goats. Yeah. No. Goats. Uh, chickens. Pigs. Anything that is edible once it gets too big. <laughs> Basically. All no. the edible animals. All the edible animals <laughs> that you that you eventually just get too old and you're like, all right, fine. And anyways, Petro's edible f- petting Pet- farm. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> well, what Pet do you do when you're done with it's them? Dead. Yeah. Pet it before it's dead. That's massage the slogan. It, massage it nice over there, kids. Yeah. Make it tender. <laughs> Why are there 12 <laughs> children touching that pig? Oh, it makes the meat softer. Like <laughs> Turning that fat fucker into a decent pork chop. Uh, anyways, thank you everybody for listening to another episode. Uh, thank you to Jackie and Chrissy for coming on and giving us your two cents on accurate representation of men and love and women in film. I feel so much better about life that we're finally getting that <laughs> Thank side. you for having differing opinions yes, that, from yeah. a woman's point of view, Thank too. Thank you for having us. Yeah, it's for fun. a sample size. Who knew that women had their own opinions? <gasps> on film. Who knew? I'm <laughs> so, so Right? This is such a... I'm so... I'm, I'm, I'm awake on, on, on things. Woke. You're woke? I'm wo- I just didn't want, yeah. So woke, I need a nap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So if this is your first time listening to the show, uh, you can follow us on social media at Real Debaters. That's Twitter and Instagram, and it's spelled R-E-E-L. As I said earlier, you can email us any of your ideas, uh, topics, um, ideas of what we've talked about. Anything that you could put into an email, you could send it to therealdebaters at gmail.com. Follow us online at therealdebaters.podbean.com. That's our website. Um, what do we got coming up? Oh, yeah, September 28th. Um, we are going to oh. be at the Park Theater. Come join us at the Park Theater to watch the original animated Transformers. I'm coming. Oh. Cult yeah, movie I night. think everybody's coming. Yeah. If, if, if you're listening to this right now and you're from Winnipeg, Cult Movie Night is September 28th at Let's the Park roll. Theater. Let's roll. Autobots, roll out. Um, 7 o'clock, we'll be in the lobby talking about it. If you see an open microphone, it will be COVID-friendly. We will wipe it down so you can come talk on it. Express your opinions on the show, and then eight o'clock we're gonna roll inside, roll out inside, Ooh. and uh, yeah. watch the movie. I have been Michael Petro. To my left has been Jackie, Chrissy, and Mark. We're gone. <laughs> I want to blow bubbles inside her. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> that shit's gotta come out at some time, and it's not gonna be good. <laughs> Maybe it's just cider. It's okay. <laughs> I'm coming out with a new line <laughs> of of apple ciders called Bubbles Insider. Strong, it's, it's like a strong bubbles insider. Strong bubbles insider. It's kind of like a, it's a, a hyper uh, cap uh, carbonated. Uh, or could it be just, champ- just champagne mixed with cider? Oh, bubbles champagne insider. Bubbles insider. Bubble. <laughs> <laughs> Have you guys? Aren't you glad we drank a whole bunch before? Well, <laughs> I actually am because it's it's social lubricant, right? <laughs> yes. So it, it makes everything really easy. But yes. just before we talk about what we normally talk about, I'm still on this champagne bubbles inside her thing. You can't <laughs> you can't put that in the room and then be like, oh, well, let's move past oh, yeah. that bubbles inside her. Yeah. Have you guys ever seen that one skit with Justin Timberlake on SNL where he pretends to be a porn star and they're doing the champagne? No. Commercial no. where they're all the, the the skit makes fun of the fact that porn stars are idiots. So what ends up happening is they just have this whole it, it's there it's two porn stars who are promoting a bottle of champagne and it's moe blanc but they can't pronounce the name properly so they're like drink murray povich <laughs> drink 
Michael Jordan. And that's the whole bit, right? right. So, and, But it makes, because you're like bubbles inside her, because there's obviously the sexual euphemism attached, yes. which is where my brain goes. Not as funny as is I there? thought it was. Is the What's wrong bu- with you, Mike? Oh. Bubbles inside her. Oh, jeez. Oh. I didn't even get that. Are you <laughs> seriously? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thought I was alone. There's, there's in Minnesota, I had a I had a Dickens cider. What's a What's a a Dickens <laughs> cider? <laughs> That's the brand. Did, Dickens did, cider. Did uh, when it was presented to you? Did, did yes? They, could I get a Dickens cider? <laughs> and what did they say? <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Make it two. Would you like two? Make it two. Would you like a, would you like a double? We have a two for one on today. 